I am from beyond. Listen, and all you desire will be yours. Welcome to Spider-Man and the Secret Wars. Prepare for battle. Nativity Stories Welcome to Brattle World. I'm your host, the ever-amazing, ever-spectacular Spider-Dan. And in this podcast, I spotlight entertainment's best-kept secrets that a mainstream audience may find boring. And welcome to another Alternativity Stories, a month-long look at alternative stories set around the most wonderful time of the year. And I have a most wonderful guest this time round. It's Hannah Hopley. Oh, Dan, thank you. We have a star in our midst. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks for having me. And this is my very first podcast. Ever. 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 Well, yeah. I feel thank you for popping your podcast cherry with me. <laughs> Please, go gentle on me. <laughs> Do you think, I think, people will know you from not just this podcast, but a lot of other of your work? Would you like to tell people what are the things you may, they may know you from, if they don't already? They'll probably know me best from Benidorm. Benidorm, yes. Um, on ITV. So I was in the first three series and I was in the central family, the Garvey family. The Garvey family. Playing mm-hmm. um, teenage chav, Chantel Garvey. And you've never really grown up, have you? Never, no, Not grown still, out of that chav phase. I'm still a, still a teenage chav, 30-year-old teenage <laughs> um, Yeah, so I, yeah, I was the, otherwise known as the one with the black baby. The one with the black baby. Is, is that how... I mean, is that our social... Coolio's mum. Right, that was it. That was it. <laughs> when, you, when people say, oh, yeah, oh, Benidorm, which character were you? Like, yeah, um, Chant- Chantel, Chantel. Oh, yeah, the Garvey's. Yeah, I know the Garvey's. Yeah, the, the teenage... Oh, the one with the black baby. The one with the black... Oh, yeah, Coolio's yes. mum. Yeah, that was me. <laughs> so that's that how that's that's <laughs> <only remembered you. laughs> I was like, I was like, that's probably not the coolest way to describe a character. <laughs> not um, the coolest, coolest Coolio, one, yeah. Coolio, Coolio. Um, but that, yeah, that name haunted me for years. Still oh, does. No. Oh, no. Oh, no. Well, um, I, I, I'm so happy to have you on. I, I, not only are you a star of Scream, but you're also a star of stage. And we even shared the stage in Death Pie Pie Presents Westernized. Yes, so we, shared, we did. We shared um, a few songs and a few scenes. That's it. To date, the best show that I have ever done. It was... There you go. There you go. So we need to get on another one we or need to, we need to yeah, we need sort to. something out talk to that mr nathan smith but on get, yeah. game writing some more incredible dialogue and stuff because i think if there was like i'm not really doing that much of the acting thing at the moment but i think if i was to get back into it it would probably be a death by pie show it right? would have to be it would have to be i, I and I, I i think it's the one like it, usually nathan gets the best out of me i think you know and we we are very close and we all I, mean, I think we all work very well together you are death by pie, death by pie. I'm started. No, yeah, but not just lads, me. Not you just lads, me. you, you, Scott, Nathan, Andy, Andy yeah, Andy, everybody, yeah, and it, that's Machine, that is... uh, James Beglin, everybody is involved. Is they're all uh, the best people to work with. You know, it's mm-hmm. it's some days. You know, it's a bit hard, it's a bit difficult, and we have. You know, we came up with a lot of solutions to a lot of very strange problems. You know, doing a show in a car park in a oh, in a my trapeze. God, it's such good fun, isn't it? Yes, yes, it was challenging. It was, it was but... challenging. It was hard. It was fun. Sorry, working on the bar was probably the hardest bit for me. <laughs> we had. So we basically had a, a live saloon where during the interval, um, it was a, basically it's a it's a show set in the Wild West, um, and it was about you know the the new frontier and stuff. And we had a saloon, and I was the saloon owner. So we built our saloon. Our saloon was actually a marquee, which we turned was, yeah. into. Yeah, we did. I say trapeze. We, it's not a trapeze. It wasn't a trapeze. No, not a trapeze. Um, but we we erected. Great word. Yes, we erected this marquee. Ourselves. I mean, I was that excited. So. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think we anticipated just how difficult it would be to to put this this marquee up because it was massive. But we turned it into a pop up saloon and just ran ran it as a yeah. bar. Um, so it was before the show and, af- and in the, during the show, a little bit after. 
I think afterwards I was kind of like, right, I'm done. I'm done serving at the bar now. I'm sweating. I'm, I'm all, you know, I'm all, you know, knackered. I don't want to do any more. Yeah, hospitality uh, takes it out of you. I know exactly. I know. I probably. I mean, it was. I mean, there was a there was a brothel upstairs. So um, so that's probably where my character went. I believe to to kind of relax all the stress and strain away of the day. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, we had an absolute blast, and and Hannah was um, is consummate professional, uh, fantastic, has an amazing voice, amazing singing voice. Like it's absolutely incredible. Every time I hear it, I'm just like blown away by it. You know, that's such that. such an amazing. You know voice this loud and powerful voice comes out of something so trained classically trained there you go and that's it you know when when you're small you've you've got to have these big personalities just to be big personality and big voice otherwise no one would hear me all the way oh no they would they (laughs) would by the way i'm i'm four foot ten and a half wow is it yeah so you if you if you did see me on benedorp you'd never see my height because you can't see on tv but that's did, did one they, thing that people comment on when was was it lots of yellow pages. That's yeah, lots of yellow pages. Although, have you seen the thickness of yellow pages now? I bet they're rubbish. They're really, yeah, I, like I can't reach anything standing up. No, it's like, it's like, give, me, give me seven. Because it's, it's a seven. digital age, you know. Is, you just yeah. Google things right. now. No, you're you're, right, yellow you're right. pages going out of business. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I mean, you're not, you're not all. Also, you, you know, you've done stage, you've done screen, you know, done, you've done all these kind of musicals and stuff. But then you've also worked with some really big names haven't you like like dame judy dench dame judy dench it's incredible i've um i've i've shared an intense scene with her um which is actually the only crying scene um on television in in my tv career where i had to look her right in the eyes i've gazed her deep in the eyes and i had to cry and it was the best moment of my were you, were, you, were, you, were you were you a little bit like intimidated by you know working like, with like, it's it's that moment of like how am i going to cry but just just gazing into her eyes makes you cry just with yes yeah. pure... i think i think out of pressure or <laughs> just, anything i think oh, any so emotion i've just all my emotions all at the same time and then floods of tears yeah but probably you're probably quite an attractive cry i'm very hideous there's oh, lots no, of I'm not there's bogeys i'm not dribble, an attractive crier you know, yeah like oh, my nose i, I get a snotty gunge. nose and I, I'm just I pull a lot of faces I'm <laughs> yeah, right. we, away. We, all, we all like to think that a delicate tear will roll down our cheek but actually my whole face just goes like, all over the show yeah guns I did all the gurning there for this you know this is an audio presentation so well, I did, we were gurning we were, all, we were doing all the guns then so just so you know <laughs> but I, 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 talking about all this kind of music brings us on to it's a nice sort of segue onto what we're going to talk about today so uh, we're going to talk about a film which is a a zom a zomcom 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 zombie it's not a rom there's less rom there's less rom less rom less rom more zomcom musical zomcom musical a christmas zomcom musical yeah that's a lot of genres being thrown together in one film but the question is does it work it works. Yeah. It works. <laughs> it's it works. Like it's the second time I've I've seen it, and the second time, like the first time, I was laughing and I loved it. But the second time, you're singing along to the songs. Yes. And the songs are in there, and it's like, oh, I really want to watch it again. It's the it's the kind of film that will come out every Christmas now. Yes. And I've got it on DVD. You have. You have. I've got it on DVD, and <laughs> the, one of the best things is that it comes with the booklet. Yes, this is this the DVD book, is yeah. by Second Sight. Um, I think that's the the DVD label or publisher or distributor, um, and they've done a really nice Blu-ray of a two disc. Um, there's extended cut, the theatrical cut, lots of little bits and pieces, and included is a little songbook. Yeah, and I've got that songbook in my hand right now, and it's like the old school days. Uh, we were saying earlier, mm. you know, when you you buy a, a CD or a tape cassette, as Ooh, it were, yes. yeah, back in the day, and you. You'd you'd, what, you'd listen to the, the the songs and you'd have the booklet in your hand and sing along. Well, I can do that now. I always I tend to I tend <laughs> I to like know. I tend to like mishear lyrics. So I always used to do that. I'm like, what are they I saying? Still, there? I still do. I'm yeah. terrible for it. <laughs> I was like, you know, classic songs to this day. I'm, I'm like, is that oh, is, is that, that what they? Wait a second, is that? Whoa, what they hold on a minute. Okay, that makes that puts in a whole different like whole different <laughs> context. Um, my first my first cassette I think was a I think it was a three tape compilation. So I went all out for my 
first tape, and it was called Boys, Boys, Boys oh. with a with a Z. Um, and it was a compilation of boy bands. It was not. It was, it was not gay porn. Um, it, was, it was a compilation <laughs> of, of boy bands. Um, I'm sure some of the I'm sure some of the band members did eventually come out as gay. Um, it was Boyzone. Was, is that the first that the Boyzone? first album that you ever was just a compilation? It wasn't even an album, tape really. Cassette. Yeah, that was it. <laughs> Singles and singles and singles by all the boys and all the bands in all the world. No wonder my dad think, thought I might be gay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> if we're talking about embarrassing um, albums, the first album I ever owned on, tell me. on tape cassette was um, Aaron Carter's album. Yeah, he was oh, wow. he was my heartthrob when I was eight he was, years he was old. A little, he, he was a little diva. He was such a dreamboat. Uh-huh. Yeah. I I don't know what happened to Aaron Carter, but I can bring this back. Ooh. The first single okay. that I ever purchased was a CD, and it was System of a Down Chop Suey. Nice, yes. saved I it. Bought it back. Okay, I'm going <laughs> to tell you. I'm going to tell you my first CD. Go on. My first CD was Lip Biscuit. Yeah. Chocolate starfish and the hot dog flavoured water. Fantastic. Which our Favorite. friend our friend Lucy Jane Devane is a huge fan of. Strangely. Oh. We came back, we went to uh we went to Alton Towers and we came back and she was like, put a CD on, whatever you want. And I found I was like, what are you doing with this? <laughs> And like I the first, that. the first song is just like it's just the F word over yeah. and over again. And I was like, and we were just singing and and, and I made a good laugh on the way home. And I remembered every single lyric as well. I was like, Lucy oh. Jane Devine. She pulls out some surprises. Yeah, yeah she's, just... she's a cracker. What's your favorite song? Oh, okay. Anna and the Apocalypse. So uh, let's talk about the plot first. Okay, let's right. Okay, okay. So let's so, not run away with. Yeah, this. let's not run away. We will get to the songs, but let's talk about the general plot. So what what is the plot, Hannah? What what, what, how do we summarise this, would you say? Um, well, they, there's a zombie uh, apocalypse in, in a One. small village in, in Scotland. I, in I Scotland, believe it's Scotland, yeah. yeah. So it's, it's, yeah, it's, young, it's, it's basically high school students. Yeah. Um, just going to school just before the Christmas holidays. They've got all these studies going on, all the yeah, things there's a, there's a Christmas show well underway. Yes, yeah. Um, there's uh, some uh, film students doing kind of recording yeah. stuff. Got you know people deciding what they're going to do when they leave school, mm-hmm. whether they're going to go to university, whether they're not going to go yeah. to university. Anna wants to go off travelling. She does, she does, and her dad doesn't know. Oh. Orcs, <laughs> mega orcs, um, and so yeah, and they've, you've got a headmaster in there who's very well. Actually, he's not headmaster just yet. He's about to become the headmaster. He's like the vice. Headmaster, I guess, or the deputy head. Deputy head. I'm thinking. I'm, yeah. I'm thinking all these American <laughs> the terms. I'm thinking all these American terms. Uh, but yeah, he's he's about to become, and he's played by Paul K. Um, Brilliant from, actor, lovely, and he's he's fantastic in this. Like a, just a an arsehole oh. of the oh, highest caliber. Love to hate him, do. don't you? He, and he's always oh, spitting venom with every line as well. He, he can, plays it so well. It's fantastic. What I'd like, you know, if if there's anybody I, I could see you working with in something, I'd love to work with. You him. Imagine it'd be so oh, good. I just I love his voice. Oh yeah, he, he kind of whispers like you were saying before. He like whispers every line with this like yeah. seething intensity. Spits it out, yeah, and he's like, oh. he's like, damn. Fuck off, you <laughs> horrible, salacious youngsters, and all this. You know, it's brilliant. Um, and his he has a really good song towards the towards the end as well. The beard, um, the beard really works as well. Can you imagine him doing that without the beard? Yeah, it wouldn't be as good. I think it'd be more creepy. Like it's it creepy enough. Like he really goes for the creep. The beard really works for him. It does. He's the beard really works hair. for you, Dan. Well, thank you. Thank. You. I'm not. I'm not got. Well, it's coming back slowly but surely. But I, sh- I shaved it off because I wasn't feeling very well recently, and I was just. Getting oh, did you get gems? Well, it was, getting a bit, it was getting a bit snotty. I'll be honest. Oh, no. It was getting a bit snotty. So it's not, and I didn't want to be like, "Oh, you're right." And then people are like, "You've got you know, crusty bit, beard, a bit of crusty, crusty bogies in my mm. in my beard." So I thought it might make me feel better, it might refresh me a bit. It did not. It just made me feel worse, and I looked worse as well. <laughs> so um, we well, it's either yeah. that or you know, you get a crusty nose. Yeah, I've been cold recently, and you blow your nose. Yeah, and, yeah, it just sort of dries it out, doesn't it? <laughs> 
You think, you would think it wouldn't be that dry. No, but, but even if you go to bed with Vaseline on your nose, it still goes crusty. Still dry. Yeah. Still dry. Anyway, um, yeah. So, so we basically the the students are going about their business. They're, some of them are going home. Some of them aren't going home for Christmas. Some of the parents are away. It's various other issues kind of going on in their lives. We'll get into that very shortly. But they wake up one morning and they think everything's cool. And yeah, she, was, Anna opens her advent yeah. calendar. She's <laughs> excited. She, you know, she's, she's she gets ready for school in record timing. She yeah. looks flawless. Her hair looks amazing. Me. Like, <laughs> I, I, it takes me about twenty minutes roughly. I mean, because she, she got up late as well. I think yes. like because she looked like she was in a hurry, but left the house looking immaculate. I love that. I love that. Like, she's, I look like she's in a... dragged out of a hedge when I go. Like, <laughs> I need, I need, you know, at least two hours because I need hours. time to wake up. Yeah. Well, I mean. People have their routine and they need to, you know, need to sometimes get moving. But uh, for me, it's about 20 minutes and I'm out the door. But, you know, she's, she's young, she's fresh, she's pretty, she's out the door, she's singing. She's it's also, her... it's a movie. So you just wake, you wake up perfect, yeah. don't you? You wake up and you've got full full face makeup on. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's a fantastic. But yeah, yeah. So let's talk about the songs because I think that's, for me, that's the most unique part of this movie because there's a lot of zombie stuff out there but it's it's a musical it is a musical and i think it it gives like i personally i have i'm not a massive fan of musicals i i discovered this while uh like nathan said you should really get out of your comfort zone like you watch all these cult films mm. and stuff and i went okay i'm gonna watch a ton of musicals a lot of them were shit this is it there's different types of musical you've mm. got you've got your classics and yeah rogers hammerstein yeah, yeah which you know i i love all of that mm. Um, but then you, you've got your more, you've got your your modern yeah. musicals, and this is this is a comedy. Yes, it's hilarious. Mm. It's a it's a comedy with songs. Yeah. It's still a musical, but yeah. you can watch it. And you you can I think if you even if you don't like musicals, even if you don't like the idea, this, even if you don't like zombies, this is a musical for people who aren't into classic musicals. Yes, I think like, so. This too. is this is a film for everybody and I think no matter what age you find the comedy in this. The more you watch it, the more you pick up on all the comedy that's happening in it because it's this it's so smart and there's so much going on that you don't always get it in one sitting, do you? Like, no, you, and, and you we watch it again, and there's all this stuff. Like, what in the songs? There's all these uh, these things going on in the background, and like, it's it's a laugh out loud. It's movie. hilarious. It's really it's funny. hilarious. It is really really funny, and there's a lot. I think there's a um, turning my life around. The song we were talking about, where she wakes up, she comes out, yeah. it's like did 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 oblivious to yeah. everything that's happening. She's like, this is a great day. It's kind of like <laughs> it's that always that today's gonna be great. It's like, oh, what a beautiful morning. It's that type of song. And, she, and everything you know, is turning to shit around. Yeah, her. and there's flames going. There's, there's 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 a zombie eating a baby, uh, which is hilarious. Um, you know, there's zombie Santas. There's people running in flames, hacking away. There's cars like just missing her, and she's just dancing down the street, happy as could be, with her um, great hair. Great hair. I mean, and yeah, she looks fantastic. You know, you know, with her hair and everything. Um, and she it, looks. She looks like Anne Hathaway. Yeah, she, there is a bit of that, and she was in Les Mis as well. She was. Yeah, she was in Les Mis. So. She she looks like Anne Hathaway, and I think that she's got a voice like. Nicole so this Kidman. is this is Ella Hunt, I yes. believe. Yes, yeah. Ella Hunt, I believe her name is. I think she's fantastic in this film. She's she's got so much energy, and she's. Um, I think I was watching an interview with her, and she said that she gets a lot of kind of the typical kind of bolshy kind of uh, teenage role. You know, she's like, I'm always on my phone, and I'm always texting, and da -na -na -na. Right. Um, and she was like, I got a bit sick of the same sort of scripts coming through. And she saw this and went, this is different. This is so out there and weird and wacky. But, you know, there, there's sensitive moments. There's touching moments. There's funny moments. There's disturbing moments. There's, you know, everything you would want in this film, she covers. And she covers well. And she, again, she was only... Maybe seventeen, eighteen. She's, you know, she's she's a good actress. I, th she, I think she's, she's going to go. She's somewhere. talented. She's got a really bright future, hasn't she? I think so too. I, I really hope that she kind of just skyrockets from here because if this film shows even half of her talent, she's mm -hmm. she's going to go somewhere. And didn't you say she's got an album 
coming out? Yes, I, th- I believe it may have come out this year. Oh, right, okay. So it might be available. I'm not sure. Uh, I'm not sure. Whether it's Ella Hunt, I believe, would be un- it would be under her name. Um, please go out and Google it and educate us if people know about it. I'd be curious to, to listen to it. Yeah, I think so. Maybe so it- I want to know what her style is because yeah. like she could, the girl can sing. She's a, she's a belter. But what is, what is her... You know, yeah, what's her, her musical yeah. taste? And she said she may even write a musical at some point. Oh, well. really? And a writer as well. She just yeah. ticks all the boxes. I mean, she's it? she's a multi-talent. You got, <laughs> yeah. you got to be. You got to have the the triple, quadruple. Do you know what you need you know, that. You need that now. Threat, don't you? You need to have all these skills in this day and age, in this you know, in this line of work, in this industry. You you need to tick all of those boxes yeah. and and to be able to create your own opportunities because. You know, there's a lot of really pretty girls that can sing, yeah. but you've got to have that extra something, and she has it. And that's and that's the thing. I think that's the thing about the acting industry as well. There's, mm-hmm. you know, a lot. There's a lot more women in in the industry, and they struggle to get roles because there are so many. There's a like there's a surplus of of beautiful, talented actors out there, female actors that sadly don't always get a look in, or don't always get the chance that they need. So you mm-hmm. do. It's, it's a sad state of affairs, but you do need to bring. You're almost forced to bring something unique to the table, yeah. Um, to be seen or to be, you know, taken out of those that big bunch of of potential yeah, actors yeah. for your what's, project. What's gonna What's gonna make you stand out? And... Exactly. But that's 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 the way it is. I think she is an example of what you can do given the time and the training and the drive and the tenacity like what you can achieve and and yourself as well Hannah I think like your your career has gone from like strength to strength and you've again like you've you've gone from TV being very young in TV and you know you know I I, I wasn't I'm- like when when you joined our our team, I wasn't sure like whether the Death by Pie the comedy would work for you, or you get the kind of sense of humour. Or... It's interesting you say that because I struggled because obviously I I was young when I went into Benidorm. I, hmm. I flew out there a week before I turned eighteen, straight from college. So I didn't go to drama school. No, I didn't. I didn't have training, mm-hmm. um, but I was very lucky because I landed Benidorm yeah. and then Cranford from the BBC. So, wow. in a way, I learned on, on the, the job, job. Yeah. but I didn't have training. Yeah. And that went against me because I just couldn't get my foot in the door for yeah. theatre. And it was really difficult. And yeah, it, it took imagine. me a while. And I've I've been fortunate it's enough, almost, really. It's, to... it's almost the opposite way around for most people. It's like yeah. theatre, then TV's yeah. break into um, But obviously, like training is a, it's it's important. Hmm. And and theatre is it's difficult because it's, it's completely different. Yeah to television and I've been really fortunate to have some really good opportunities over the particularly the past three years yeah um, so I've well. had a, I've had a lot of work and you know one path one door opens another yeah. door and and then I met Nathan and mm-hmm. Nathan had westernized and yeah. it gave me a chance yeah and it was you know the the comedy that Death by Pie does was and, and the type of theatre yeah. that you do was so energetic, so mm. full of, it was hard and it was the hardest yeah. thing that I've ever had to do, but it strengthened me as a performer. And yeah. oh God, I love it. I, love I remember theater. like the I, first, the first day you got, you know, cause, cause I think Nathan was, Nathan was concerned as well because of your, like the, the lack of theatrical experience you'd had, which is not a bad thing. Cause like I've got no, I've got no experience on TV whatsoever. So I'd, I'd be useless. You know, I wouldn't know where to look and to do, you know, where to stand, where my, you know, cue, when to start, when to what have you. But when you came that day, you were prepared. You were more prepared than I was. So you knew every single line, you knew every single song, and, and you absolutely blew everybody away. I can tell you that. Honestly, everybody was like, oh, my God, time to everyone to up their game because this girl is gonna is gonna show us all out the door thank you dan i really appreciate it i was just i was really do and uh and i told nathan i was like she's you've you know that that's you've cast the absolute right person for this role and for this show oh. and and you know and our sense of humor is very bizarre very wacky and out there and you know it's uh, unique 
It is. It is very, it's very kind of Simpsons, a bit of Monty Python. There's a lot of um, different kind of types of comedy that Nathan kind of peppers into his work in mm-hmm. Death by Pi. You can follow that on Twitter as well. And there's, there's a Facebook group as well. Please do. There's a lot of great stuff coming up. I'm sure Nathan's going to create his next masterpiece. But I, I thought you were just a stunning, absolutely great member of the cast. Obviously, we'd like to have as many people as, you know, back or cast as many people. But Nathan has to obviously make make those hard decisions and and he made the absolute best decision in in casting you, I think. Thank you, Dan. I appreciate it so much. And if you want to listen, anybody, to any of the songs from Westernized, because it has original comedy songs and if you do want to listen to to us sing... Even me, even I sing. Dan, yeah. Even I sing it. (laughs) Believe Um, it or not. Then you can you can catch so them much auto, on so much auto tune though on, on Spotify. Yeah, that's right. Apple Music. Um, I think if you've even found it on YouTube, YouTube. yeah, now, I think it's, it's a YouTube. isn't it Westernized EP? Uh, Westernized it? EP. Could be. I think it might be Westernized EP. I'm gonna look. What I'll do is I'll I'll include a, I'll cl- include a link in any of the posts as well, just so we can kind of tag or tag death by pie and various other things, just so everyone knows where to find everything. And it is a Western slapstick oh, yeah. comedy yeah. with you know hilarious songs. Yeah. So again, again, it's a story with it's a musical comedy. And it's very much a female led. Like like Anna and the Apocalypse. Yeah. It's you know it's a and I think that that links in very well with Westernized because it was very female led. Um the females kind of led the show and led the comedy. Uh, yeah, they did. Yeah, they did, and it was and it was written like that, and the the story was driven by those strong female performances like yourself in mm-hmm. Western Eyes. And I think this is very much like I would love to show this to lots of young, uh, young like teenage girls. I think because I think it would get them into music. I think it would get them into theater. I think it would probably get them into like cult films as well, like zombie. Yeah, films. yeah, yeah. You know, it's a bit of fun. It's it, it kind of has elements. This this will be a cult. Movie, it'll have a massive following. I think so. I I think it's cool. Yeah, it's fun. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's a lot of fun. It's only it only had kind of a limited release over here. I think it had a bigger release in the US, um, but over here is very minimal. Really surprised. Yeah, and I think it's a real shame because I think it would have done quite well. But again, I don't know what was out the cinema at the time. I think maybe Star Wars was out and a few other things where this probably just got swept under the rug. I could be wrong, but didn't Fleabag get released and then it kind of hit big later on? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, because things like that. I mean, this this mm. film is released now. I may I don't think it had the hype that it deserved. Mm. More and more, I'm like it's just available on um, now TV now to yeah. watch. Oh, is it? it? It's, it's also on Sky. You can download Sky. it on Sky. It's on Sky, and I think more people will will watch it. And it's one of these word of mouth things. Yeah. Like this is a great film. You know, you, you it's it's one that you can it falls between Halloween and Christmas. Yeah. Like it's yeah, a DVD true. for me that will be coming like a out. Nightmare, a nightmare you know? <laughs> before Christmas, yeah. It'll be coming out each you know, each each year. Yeah. Um like up there because it is like each year we watch the Christmas films don't we we do we do like this is one of my is this going to be a new special this is yeah this is this is one of my Christmas films now for life (laughs) for life life. yeah and and if and who can who can sell that you can't Hannah Hobley can't sell it better than I can you know we've we've (laughs) she sold it to me um I've sold it to her it's it's an easy sell for anybody you know it's it's fantastic um so do you want to talk about like some of the characters in it um, so her her best friend. Yes. Uh, what a brilliant, brilliant character. Um, she is, she's fantastic. Lisa. Yeah, Lisa. Yeah. Um, played by Molly. Is it Molly Sue? Yeah, let's say Molly Sue. Um, Sue it's M A R L I S I U. S I U. Molly. Yes. Molly. Yeah. Great. Oh, great. fantastic! It's like so good at comedy, and that song that she sang yes. <laughs> was hilarious. Uh, it, I think it's called "It's That Time of Year." I believe you've it's got the songbook. I've got the songbook. You've got the songbook. Why don't you tell us? I can confirm that for you. Can you find in it. Just a chippy. <laughs> Where is it? It's near the. I think it's somewhere in the middle, I think, maybe. It's that time of year. Yeah, there it was. That's I was right. One. I was right. Absolutely hilarious. It's kind of like, um, um, you know, Santa Baby. That's it. I mean, they've, they've taken that concept, haven't they? They've, mm. they've 
obviously giving it to a teenage girl and the comedy is the fact that it's such a sexual song and performance and she does it so well like the the part where she's like rubbing the mic stand and yeah she's talking <laughs> like, about she needs someone to unclog her chimney uh there's only one gift she wants to unwrap you've got that's... people in the audience just flinching and not knowing where to look yeah. and then you've got the old man that's like clapping along yeah. the front <laughs> <He's> like, <"That's laughs> it. absolutely just, oblivious the, you know it's her performance and the reactions and everything that kind of make that just absolutely brilliant and you get the uh it's it's, it's got a little bit of mean girls to it as well like the kind of the, <laughs> yeah. the santa kind of show and then uh, the dance is coming in you know they're like the scanty clad like male chippendales yeah the chippendales like <laughs> <laughs> my school shows were never like that um i, th- I think <laughs> mine i think mine sort of were <laughs> <laughs> like, my... i went to a catholic school ah well that, that'll be why <laughs> no scantily i was clads, sco- i was schooled there. i was schooled in blackpool so there was i don't right, think okay, i don't think we had any Catholic schools, right. uh, so, <laughs> they weren't allowed. Um, but yeah, so so yeah, I think that's it. It's it's quite the di- the dialogue and the and the writing of the song, the lyrics of the songs are really like sharp and funny. Uh, but like, it, but it's equally as strong as the music and the score and everything. It kind of it balances just kind of perfectly. And there's all these the variety of the songs as well. I think there's like there's an eighties power ballad. There's kind yeah. of you know, there's there's happy day kind of tunes. Um, there's these big Belters, these, um, you know, Paul K's kind of King Herod type stuff. It's like, <laughs> the King yeah, an evil, yeah, <laughs> kind of thing. But it's, yeah, it's fantastic. She's, she's, um, especially her relationship with her boyfriend's really cool. Oh, yeah, right. Total bunny boiler. Yeah. But, no. <laughs> obsessed. But, they're... but do you know what? They were obsessed with each other, aren't they? She's not a bunny boiler. It's that, yeah. like, it's that, te- you do get at school that couple that yeah. are just obsessed with each other yeah. don't you just constantly getting off constantly touching each other constantly in each other's space always snogging yeah just constantly um, and it's it's really it's really quite touching that they sweet. yeah, yeah it's really there's sweet. Some sweet there's some really sweet moments in it that they you know they they go together don't they and they do and like, they're both quite soppy and nice and innocent, but not in a way that you you think, oh god, I can't watch that. Yeah, like it's you know the nice, the likable yeah. characters, and it's a genuine. They have a genuine like chemistry and a genuine feeling for each other. Yeah, all of the all of the main characters are likable. Yes, and I think that really helps. Um, and then you you've got the you know the guy the the bully the bully. Um, what's his name again? His name is. His um, Nick, character name Nick. Nick. Yeah. Ben, ben Wiggins. Ben Wiggins. He's a very handsome lad, though. I'll give him that. He's a good looking lad. He plays a good heart. Good, good heart. Good part. Because mm. you, you just, you love to, you, you hate him. Yeah. He, you know, he does what it says on the tin for, for a Yeah. He's, like, he like, he's, that... he's throwing stuff at people. He's like calling them gay and all this other horrible shit that like, teenage that bullies. You always get that yeah. guy at school, don't you? But yeah. then again, like, he's, he's got a story and there's a reason and he's not, nobody's, really bad no deep down, uh, no, deep down there's obviously some trauma somewhere and in the end you kind of you know you you warm to you warm to him yeah. but you need the bad guy you need yeah. like you need he's not i don't think he's the out and out bad guy but he's he's somewhere in the between is he somewhere in the middle he's yeah. not he's not particularly great but he's also not particularly that nice either but plays plays the part so well yeah and he's got a good voice. He's got, really he's good got, voice. He's got a really good voice. Yeah. He's got a good falsetto, hasn't he? It's sexy. It's yeah, a sexy it is. A, that's quite a sexy I'm a, song. I'm a little bit in love with him, I think. <laughs> just, just a touch. <laughs> Um, but no, he has. I think he has one of the best songs. I think that one's the kind of eighties power ballad. Mm-hmm. It's like I think it's called Soldier at War. Yeah, um, and it's and it's just him and his mates who are all like proper chaps. Proper chaps. Proper chaps. They got the the Burberry cap. You <laughs> yeah. got the Doc Martins on. Uh, and it's, they've got the weirdest weapons in the world. Like one of them's just got two melons. Melons. And he's like licking them like breasts. And then, he, <laughs> and then he's like bashing them on the zombies' heads. Like and it's like uh, like she's she's on her knees. The zombies in her knee, on her knees, and he's he hits the melon in the melon goes all over him yeah. like, oh you know <laughs> you know very sexualized for some stupid reason and then this other guy's just got a playstation controller on a cord and he's just like winging it around like a flail like or a something. Suit. <laughs> yeah. it's just like hitting them with it tying them up it's it's fantastic and it's a lot of fun and this is the point where the main characters are like oh, all right here's the dickhead and he sings his song he's really cocky. that song that song sticks in my head yeah, it's it's one of the I think it's one of the best ones. Um, mm-hmm. My favorite, I think, is um, it's called uh, Hollywood Ending. Oh, that has to it, be my favorite. It's, it's brilliant. Isn't yeah, it? it's it's and I think it's quite clever. 
I don't want to spoil the end of the film, but I think it's quite clever that it kind of sets up that not everything in real life turns out to be like a Hollywood ending. You know, no, it's not all that's resolved. Life, isn't it? The, go- the guys don't end up with girls. The guy, you know, it's you know, and and it tells you this story within this like school cafeteria as well. It's this like you know the dining hall. It's it's a lovely like you see all these like the dinner ladies like longing for I this like, teacher. Yeah, I like that everybody in the scene gets involved, don't they? They're all up on the tables dancing, and yeah, it's it's a good moment. Really good song. Yeah, it's a really good song. I, I, it's it's the one I've actually owned on iTunes myself because it was I found it very catchy, very very catchy. Brilliant. <laughs> um, that the songs are available on iTunes if you want to buy them. Um, the whole album is. Um, um, but yeah, it's yeah that I quite like. I think my favourite character in the whole thing, um, which he kind of has a little bit of a spotlight in that song, he's also got a great voice, uh, and it's her best friend. I can't remember his name again. I'm rubbish with names today. Oh, His yeah. name is... Oh, so he plays John, but it's, uh, the actor is called Malcolm Cumming. John. Yeah. John. Yeah. He's like sad little puppy he, dog eyes. He loves her. Yeah. He really loves her. And uh, she doesn't realise that she really loves him until it's too late. Yeah. Um, oh, he's just... What a lovely, lovely I'm kind lad. Of, I'm kind of glad that she kind of goes... You know, there's a point in the film where he's like, you know, maybe we'll go travelling together. Maybe we'll meet up. And she's like, no, we're... We're just mates. No, yeah, it's only, pal, friend yeah. zone. Yeah, but like she's, my, she my does it. She does it in the breaks for him. Yeah, I feel bad. I feel bad for him. But he does it. She does it in the best possible way. She's like, she's sensitive to his feelings. She's not like, right, you no, ugh, you're disgusting, gross. You know, John's the kind of guy that you know you you you're friends with at school, but then you end up marrying. Yeah. So you go well, through all obviously the Obviously, ba- you can't because it was too late for John. Yeah. But if- Spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that these uh, these teenagers know what, what's good for them. No. Well, well you're not teenagers... supposed to when you're a teenager. Exactly. Are you? You're not well, supposed to. But well, apparently, apparently when you're. Uh, Johnny, Johnny's definitely. <laughs> give it 10 years. Yeah, give it 10 years. I mean, he's a zombie now. Spoilers. <laughs> so I probably. <laughs> yeah, if you're into be, that. You're probably, you know, yeah, if you're into uh, necrophilia. I'm sure it's uh, a thing. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't want to delve into the internet that far quite. Let's no, probably not. <laughs> me and me and uh, me, Nathan and Matt did go see a film called Necromantic. Oh, we've heard about. Yeah, that. It, was a, it was an interesting <laughs> film. Um, I, wouldn't, I, I probably don't want to see it again. Not uh, one that the you director pull out was, each Christmas. The director was even there, and they were like, "Do you want to watch the film?" And he went, "Nah." <laughs> <laughs> so kind of tells you uh, something about the film. But yeah, he's he's lovely. He's self-sacrificing. He's positive. He's a bit clumsy. He's like eating this donut at the start, and it's going everywhere. He brings so much heart to this film he does yeah it's, it's just uh he's a he's a welcome addition like uh, i think the cast of characters is just like it's diverse enough that you you kind of like you've seen these people before yeah like when i've well they're all relatable characters yes. aren't they and that's that's the best thing about about i think when i warm to films i need mm. to relate to those characters yeah um, i think characters are the most for me characters are the most important thing in a film and those character moments the plot because you know, it's, it's okay it moves the story along but for me it's all about the case the characters you yeah. stay for and i think same with like a job if you know if you go into a rubbish job you, you stay for the people you don't stay for the necessarily the job itself you stay for the fun um but yeah no it's it's really really cool um i would like to mention the one of the writers actually of this film I'm just going to bring his details up um, so Ryan McHenry, so he he wrote and directed a, a short that which this film is based on called Zombie Musical. I'd really like to watch that. Which is included in the DVD. Oh, is he? There you go. Brilliant. Now, Dan bought me the DVD as a belated birthday present and I'm over the moon because of, obviously I've got my song booklet and it's got another DVD uh, which has got the, like, Extended, extended, extended cut, yeah. yeah, the extended cut, which I I love the extended versions. Of, yeah, it's always interesting to see what's you what know, was what cut did, out. Yeah, and why did they cut it out? Quite like what? That was brilliant. Yeah, exactly. but, um, that. yeah, that's awesome. I can't wait to watch it. Yes. So um, so Ryan um. Sadly, Ryan um, kind of co-wrote the film, but sadly, Ryan, Ryan passed away um, oh. before the film was completed. Uh, which Where'd is, he yeah, it's a bit sad, really. Um, you might actually know him from kind of like a Vine or a meme he was quite famous for as well. He worked on quite a few productions, but um, do you remember Ryan Gosling won't eat his cereal? Yeah. 
He he created that. Did he really? That was his. That was his thing. Very Bloody popular kind hell. of meme video, YouTube, Vine. He's um, left. Um, he's left a good legacy. Hasn't I know. He? Like it's a heck of a film and a heck of a Vine meme because that's everyone knows that. Everyone knows yeah. that that bloody vine it's, <laughs> yeah. it's everywhere so and i think i think that his friends got together this film's very low budget you know and there's not a lot of time and they managed to get it all together and do it and so well shot like, yeah you don't need you don't need millions of pounds you don't no. need a lot of money to to make a good film i think sometimes passion. they throw too much into it but i love that it's just a good scottish fit like a, a what do you call it a zomcom zomcom um, yeah. it's it's well shot mm. good array of characters yeah. Like it doesn't need all of the fancy stuff and all of the fancy, you know. No, you don't need all the the gloss of, the of gloss Hollywood. Of, yeah, it's filmed it's, in it's filmed in Scotland. You it's know, filmed in Scotland. It's, yeah. it's it's great. Yeah. It's home turf. You know, it's it's great and good it's raw comedy. Just it's just a fun thing. I think again, if you're not if you're not into zombies, but you're more into musicals, or if you're into musicals and not into zombies, it's the perfect mix of the two. This is your gateway drug. This in it's not it's not throwing <laughs> zombies in your face, and it's not throwing music in no, your face. I agree. It's all about the story. And the characters, and you've got the added, you know, you've got you've got the added zombies and the music, but it's not it's not about that. Yeah, it's, and it's not it's it's never too. You think you would think slamming all these genres together would be too much, or it'd be a bit like, oh god, here we go, oh it's going to be crap. But you know, it's it's quality, hundred percent quality. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed it, and I I, I recommend it to you because I thought this is kind of up, would be up your street, and, would be something. And it really, yeah, absolutely. You know me. You know. <laughs> I, li- I like to think so. I like to think so. at this rate, anyway. But yeah. So um, also, um, I think uh, I think a certain person followed you on Twitter as well, didn't they? Because I, I posted about uh, I posted about that we were going to do this, and obviously yeah. you're quite active on your social medias. And uh, the director, John McPhail. I know he followed get... me. Hi, hi, John. Hi, hello, now, John. I'm not very good at tweeting, but <laughs> you know, I I, <laughs> I I I appreciate your follow and. Yeah. I appreciate your work and yes. you've done a brilliant Amazing. job. And you know, if you want to give me a job, yes. then if you, you know. want to do <laughs> if you want to do a stage version and call it oh. Hannah and the Apocalypse. <laughs> Hannah and the Oh, I like it. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. again, like with your height. Just, just with, putting it out there. With your height, with your good voice, with your stage experience. And with your love of the film, just just drop me a DM. Let's do it. Let's drop do it. <laughs> this is my idea. I want to. I'm going to copyright this idea. I want to be involved yeah, somehow. Yeah. I'll just be a zombie. I'll just. I'll just have a zombie part. <laughs> I could do a good zombie. You know, he's done an incredible job. He's. You know. He's. You know, he's honouring Ryan's work and the other co-writers' work. Um, Alan McDonald, I think he did more of the script and stuff. Mm-hmm. I think uh, I'm not sure how that that balance is in the in the script writing um, with the lyrics and that, but it's just so much. It's just so much fun, and you get it's slick, isn't it? It's it's, it's slick, and I I just I appreciate everything. We're just that... gushing now, aren't we? we? Are, just we gushing. Are. Oh, God, we love it. We love zombie blood all over yeah. <laughs> the apocalypse. But um, I've noticed recently as well, like. A lot of people, I think, like you said, it was on Now TV. I think a lot of people have found it in my Facebook friend group. I love that it's on there because it makes it more accessible. And it isn't, it, it, people don't watch real time TV no. now. No. Like it's we, always recording. We get, yeah, everything's recordings. And we go back, we put on Netflix, Now TV, Sky, and we, we like, we scan through to pick a film. And, yeah. And, and I'm hoping that people will kind of see that. I mean, it's, you know, it, it's on there. It's it's got a great like the the cover of this DVD yes. is something else. It's like gorgeous, that, isn't it? like the picture of it when scanning down that that jumps out with me. People watch it, watch this film. Mm. It's like we're still in the festive period. Now is the time. So get to get watch. this version. Get the second sight release version because it's got all the features that me and Hannah have been talking about. Yeah. Don't think the previous DVD releases have all these features. But you watch this film this festive period because it's brilliant it's fantastic it's fantastic so i'm going to talk about so that so john mcphail who we were discussing earlier he had a lot of um kind of inspirations for this movie so he's gonna i'm just gonna list them where, where did i put them here they are yes so um so i don't know if you might be you'll probably be familiar with some of the musicals i don't know if, how familiar be there's one film i have no idea what it is never heard of it but i'm going to list the inspirations he used for this film so right, okay. so he's influenced by west side story oh oh classic like, now that is top 
top three. Really? West Side Story. And, and it, it possibly would be number one for me. I okay. love it so much. And actually, there's, the reason being, oh. my my mum and dad yeah. um, met doing an amateur no. version of West Side Story. No. Yeah, that, when they met, my mum was Maria and my dad was one of the Jets. So when you're um, a Jet, when you're a Jet, when you're a Jet, when you're a Jet. So so it's almost it, like like I said, I used to read music from the. I used to have the you know yeah. the the, uh, the original um, soundtrack to West wow. Side Story, and I'm just obsessed with it. It's and I can yeah. Well, I mean that sounds like a real life. West Side Story, you know, it's, you know, two mm-hmm. people coming together, cross their differences and stuff. Well, um, well they didn't stay together. Yeah. <laughs> like, not, you know, not many, not many parents it, do, don't they? Maria was never supposed to be with, that's with, true. with that's that. True. Not with, not with that, not with the jet that he, you know, not Maria was supposed jet. to be with Tony. Yes. Maria was not supposed to be with the jet. Um, so, well, it's, mom, it's... mom, bad choice, <laughs> but thank you because I'm here. I'm alive. I'm, I'm alive and I'm deceived. I'm, I'm born. I'm Conceived, I've, I'm, and I'm, I'm. You gave birth to a star. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You gave birth to a star. Absolute star. Like, <laughs> look at me now, mum. So. I'll, I'll be honest. It's one of my. It's one of my favourites. When I was at college, we did, uh, we did like a musical theatre review. I'm not. I'm not that great a singer, I don't think. And I've. I've not really sung since then, apart from like the odd bit, like in Western Eyes and things. Um, so I've kind of lost touch with that kind of ability. Um, I never really had it to be. I'd, I was quite lucky because we had a we had a singing teacher, mm-hmm. and she said after after college I'm going to do free lessons. Come and get oh, them, lovely. and I was like amazing. And then she went, if you want more lessons, you have to pay. And I went, fair enough. Singing lessons are expensive, so I absolutely blitz those free lessons. Yeah. I'm from Blackpool, you know. It's, it comes with the comes Being with the territory. In the north, yeah, like, yeah. That's <laughs> not very. I'm just, like, it's in my blood. Too. Exactly. Um, so I, I absolutely, and it was. Uh, I think it was Kate Gavener. I think I, I want to say um, her name was. She was fantastic, really helpful. I did songs. I did a song from Les Mis. I did a song. Never seen Les Mis. <laughs> I did a song from it. Um, I did. I was. Uh, my favorite bit was Fagin. I was playing Fagin. Oh, was, you would be a phenomenal Fagin. I think I'd still make a good Fagin. You still. Yeah. You this. But there's still time for you potential. to play there's a potential. Fagin. Yeah, true. I'm oh, not, not dead yet. I'd love to see you a Fagin. That's a good. Fa- yeah, it was. It was. A, they were just like it's all about the character, and I was like, all right, you're gonna get as much character as I can put into this. Um, don't get more character than Dan. Brief. Vegan. Yes, I am. I'm a lot of character. A too much sometimes, people say. Bit too much. <laughs> <laughs> now we're just gushing about each other. Um, <laughs> Stop. No, Stop you hang all up. the gushing. No, you Stop hang it. up. <laughs> Stop it. No. Um, anyway, yeah, back, yes, to, back, back to, to the musicals. Yeah, back to these. So the next is the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Oh, yeah. Brilliant. I've not seen it on stage yet. It's. I was only talking about this the other day. Like, as soon as it comes around again i'm, I'm there go dressing up yeah you're gonna do the whole thing i'm gonna do lit- the whole thing i've literally never seen the thing never seen the film oh, never seen you the film. Never. right okay let movie night movie night movie sure. night. um because i was gonna do the first ever episode of this podcast but i felt that it wasn't very because i wanted to keep the kind of cult thing going yeah and i felt that rocky horror is a bit more mainstream now than it's the you know the fan base it started off as a cult hit and it's just become this. But watch it and you'll shit. understand why. And I think so. I watched. In fact, I, I was. So, I'm so edgy, so edgy. You are so edgy that I watched the sequel, Shock Treatment. Um, so you watched the sequel to Rocky Horror, but you've not watched the original. The original, but it's not. It's not you, really a sequel, but you it is. Rebel. I know, right? You're a non-conformist. Is non-conformist. What you are. Non-conformist. <laughs> and right, this isn't a, a musical inspiration, but he chose the. The Breakfast Club is an inspiration as well. Oh, brilliant film. Fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. <laughs> um, uh, what else we've got? We've got Buffy the Vampire Slayer with Once More with Feeling. Never watched Buffy. Oh, really? Yeah, never watched Buffy. Right, well, you're, you're shaming the whole world. I feel like I, it's kind of got, yeah, I feel like I've kind of gotten a little little bit too old to watch it now. I'd but I never, you... never was on board with it. I don't no. know why. I think you'd dig it. I think you really maybe dig I, it. Maybe I'll just have a Buffy binge. Buffy binge. On that, <laughs> that, was, that would be more northern. Buff- maybe or I'll that Buffy a, binge. Maybe I'll just have a Buffy binge. Uh, on that note, I'm just going to take a little break, but we, we will be right back. Raise the curtain, hit the light, strike up the band for the final night. And if it is my time to go, I won't waste a moment, I know. I'll give them one hell of a show. 
And we're back from our little break. So we were continuing to talk about the inspirations that John McPhail had for Anna and the Apocalypse. So we just talked about Buffy. Now, these are the nods to the zombie films. So I don't know if you... Are you familiar with zombie films? Have you seen many or... Shaun of the Dead. Shaun of the Dead is the yeah, main one. And like everyone's seen Shaun of yeah. the Dead, haven't they? But like, yeah. I, I haven't... I haven't seen. Oh, yeah, The Walking Dead. The Walking Dead. The Walking the Dead. Show, yeah, yeah, I've that's watched very The popular. Walking Dead, and I think how many seasons did they do of that? They're still doing them. They're still doing them, and they're doing spin-off I've... movies, and they've got another spin-off show. Watch the Fear the Walking Dead. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I did watch um, the first season of Fear the Walking Dead, mm. which was brilliant. I'll probably go back to The Walking Dead at, yeah. at some point because I did about six series. I did the first series and then I stopped because oh, I heard the second uh, series was very bad. Yeah, but it picks back up again. Yeah, so, yeah, I like, I appreciate Zombie. Nathan actually got me the first volume of The Walking Dead comic a few years ago as did well. He did. He did. He did. Lovely little gift and uh, Maybe I'll one just I really enjoy. Zombie season now. Zombie seasons, yeah. Maybe well, now's can... the time to go back to The Walking Dead. Well, these recommend these are recommendations right here. So, right, okay. So, so the Night of the Living Dead, probably one of the most famous kind of zombie films out there. The modern first kind of modern zombie film, um, where it was kind of not it was not based in kind of voodoo or the African culture. It was more like uh, asteroid turns people into zombies so they come back from the dead it's kind of like that what's quite interesting about that's um this so night of the living dead and dawn of the dead they're both by george a romero and what he would say he would make a zombie film but he would have something to say so night of the living dead was basically the lead one of the first films with a lead character that was a there was a black man um it was very rare that you'd see that in the this was in the like early 60s or late 60s so it was very rare you would see that and it's um and the spoilers, at the end, he kind of, he makes it out alive and there's a team going around killing zombies and they see him and they shoot him dead, which oh. is obviously they're talking about, you know, civil rights and, you know, everything going on at that time in mm. the world. So that that's their kind of, and a lot of the other characters don't trust him because he's black and various oh, other things. Oh, uh, you just <clears> couldn't, you couldn't do that. No, no, exactly. But it was Probably quite, so. it was quite, you know, it's quite groundbreaking. It was kind of an underground film. And I think that's why, again, another low budget thing. And that's why it got done. And it's not that violent, but there is like for the 60s, it's still quite gruesome. Um, but I, it's black and white. I love it. There's a really good remake as well. I, I do like black and white films. There you go. I love, there you go. I love old films. I'm a, I'm a big fan of Casablanca. Oh, I'm a re- like I saw it and I just. Wonderful. It's gorgeous. Um, I remember seeing it. I was like, I know all the lines. I know all this stuff, but I'm going to watch it anyway. And I still absolutely adored it. Um, that's probably one of my favourites. One for the DVD collection. It is, certainly. One we for do. The DVD. We still collect DVDs. We like the physical. We, we like do, the physical. Yeah, like, um, a, like a bit digital copy. here and there. A little digital here and there, but I do like a good physical copy. Because who knows when these, you know, these streaming services might go down one day. Yeah, and we're sorted for the you know for a rainy day. Exactly. <laughs> um, so Dawn of the <laughs> Dead. I is... think we have power. <laughs> <laughs> so Dawn of the Dead as well was one of his inspirations. So that one is it was set in a mall. That one that's in the seventies, and George A. Romero directed that one. And what he was saying about that it was he was trying to make he was trying to make out that commercialism and consumerism was creating a you know was turning everybody into zombies is what he's basically saying in that one um but again really good just a zombie film anyway um the evil dead um famous technically the evil dead aren't zombies in in the in the film that the deadites so right okay. andy, andy Knowles will correct me on what's this. the difference between so the, a deadite and a zombie good question so a deadite is it's a demonic spirit that possesses your body so it's not technically as like you're not a reanimated dead person you're still alive when you get possessed you've just been that like, your, your body's on loan yeah basically okay. and you start kind of becoming more like demonic so so they're not kind of they are evil and some of the i think in the first film they do the people do they get possessed and die and then can keep going because they're demonic or demons inside it's there still hope for them uh, well, I mean, you'll have to see the films to find out. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Spoiler alert. And again, I would highly recommend, and, and there's a lot of comedy in those films as well. Like, there's a lot of comedy. And I, Brilliant. Lot of slapstick. But um, I won't spoil them. Um, now, this one I've never heard of myself, but I will gonna, I am going to look it up. And it's The Happiness of Katakuris. Okay. From 2001. Not sure what that is. Do we know anything if, about it? Uh, I could Google it, but I'm too lazy right now. But Maybe just take a gamble, just just watch it. I think I will. I think I will. After watching this, I think I will give that a go. So, um, And he was also inspired by Shaun of the Dead, obviously. Yeah. Especially um, uh, Turning My Life Around. 
Um, obviously, we you described can, it. You can really tell yeah. that it's inspired by Dawn of the Dead. <laughs> She's just That's absolutely oblivious. All, yeah, absolutely oblivious to what's going on. Much like when Sean goes to the shop, the first time he just is just like, mm, just go to the shop. The next time, it's the zombie apocalypse, and it's the same <laughs> same shot and everything. It's fantastic. Um, what shot? What shot? Go this... to Aldi, come out, and the world's changed. <laughs> <laughs> that's every time I go shopping like that's like that. <laughs> I, you know, I go in, go do my Sunday shopping, and I come out, and the elections happened, and I'm like, well, what's happened it's to the world? Going to Aldi, you know, the apocalypse did happen. Going at <laughs> half past three, come out, and it's pitch black. <laughs> okay, so this is an interesting one. So this is a film I have seen. Uh, so the crop tops and short shorts scene in the film were inspired by the the costume design in the slasher film Sleepaway Camp. Um, this is one of uh, Rasheen's favourites, uh, and uh, Laurie, her boyfriend, they're a big fan of the the sleepaway camp films. It's basically spoilers, but it's um, it's like a, a camp with kids. And what interestingly, they they shot it with the right age kids. Oh, okay. Which was, what what age for the kids? I think they were like thirteen ish, like roughly. But they they hired specific. They wanted them to look like kids. They would. They didn't not want it to like, be like not Greece. like Dawson's Creek. <laughs> yeah, Dawson's Creek when they're about thirty years old. Um, but yeah, so they, with they cast, deep deep voices. Deep, yeah. deep voices. And sure, and, I'm thirteen. And the big tr- the big twist at the end. If you don't want to know, you know, fast forward, do what you want. But the big twist at the end is that the the girl who's been killing everybody. Is actually was uh, was actually a boy. Oh, yeah. Um, so the, there's a shot with her uh, na- is naked. Is that a spoiler? It is. A, it's a huge spoiler. Oh. It's the end of the movie. <laughs> right. Uh, okay. So don't need to see it now. Then. See it. <laughs> but it is quite interesting because she has this like mum and who wanted a son, but the twin died, and then she she dresses constantly dresses the girl up as a son. That sounds really good. It's it's quite good. Like for like, it's not that you know. There's a few trashy slasher films out there, but there's I don't there's a mind. Bit. I don't mind trash. I think you trash, like. trash and slash. And all and and again, all these people that like treat her poorly are pretty horrible people. So there's like a paedophile early on who gets like boiling water spilled in his face and Did stuff. Did she like do that. a carry on them? Um, it's not psychic powers, not no, psychic but powers, but yeah, physical powers. Yeah, physical powers yeah. of of knives and things. Um, but yeah, so that's the kind of slasher genre. Um, right. Um, is there any other kind of characters or songs we want to mention before the before we wrap up? Well, before we wrap up, yeah. we've we've got to mention a very important character. Oh, okay. And that is the dad, Mark Benton. Yes, Mark Benton. I totally forgot. Yeah, absolute legend. I know. I, I, mean, I can't even think what Mark Benton's in right he's now. Kind of just, he's popped up. He's always. He's it, always he? in like, everything. He's, just, yeah. he's a good household name, isn't he? And he's good. He's, he's a good, like affable, like lovable. You like you see him and you go, yeah, warm feeling. A great dad. He does. Yeah, and and in this, he's kind of a bit annoyed because because Hannah's. Um, decided she's not going to go to uni. So Hannah, gonna... Freudian slip. Sorry. That's, that's, that's Sorry, that's, that's yeah, the... that's the sequel. sequel that's the sequel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, I mean, it could be Hannah and the Apocalypse. It could be not like a remake, but it could be like this ha- Hannah and the Apocalypse could happen in England. It could. Because that's in Scotland. In England. It could be happening maybe, at the exact same maybe time. In, Man- in Manchester, perhaps. Manchester, yeah, that would possibly. Be a good place. Interesting, interesting. Yeah, well, well, there's, it's on the cards. It's on the cards. Who knows? Who knows? But, um, <laughs> but I love, yeah, I love Mark Benson. He's lovable. Um, I'd love to work with him. Yeah, another another great, like, this is full of, like, English acting talent like quality mm-hmm. talent like even young talent and old talent and it's just a wonderful mix of those two worlds kind of colliding um he's yeah he's he just seems like a nice bloke like you want he does seem like a good like, guy isn't he like and, I, and I, have would, a pint I would yeah i'd invite him around for dinner <laughs> <laughs> and i bet he's got some very, really good stories i bet i bet i bet he's a very positive i like to think he's a very positive guy as well because he's got that he's got that energy about him that he's like he's like he's like a big teddy bear a little bit yeah um i'm sure like i wouldn't I want to get on, want to, I'd like to give him a hug. To yeah, I, I don't want to get on the wrong side of him either. But um, <laughs> but I think he's he's a talent, and obviously he's been around for a while, and he's done his he's done his rounds, and he's still. He'll producing. continue to do, yeah. do the rounds. Like he'll his his career. He's not going anywhere. Go, oh, he's not going anywhere. Also, like I maybe I will get to work with him at some point. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Fingers me too. Crossed. Who knows? Who knows? But um, I, I he reminds me a little bit of like a Jim Broadbent. Yeah, yeah. Um, who's like, he's a very nice guy and you always see him and you're always like, oh yeah, it's him, I like him. Like I saw Jim Broadbent recently in the, in the well, not recently, he, he recorded it back in the 80s or early 90s, a crying game. Um, and he plays this barman and it's a very small role, but he, he, he gives a lot, you know, he gives so much to this very tiny role. No small parts, no small parts. Um, 
Mark Benton is one of those actors that you Google and then you realise that he's, he's in been everything. absolutely everything. It's I like, well, what it. do what do I know him from? But it's not one particular no. thing. He's been in absolutely everything and a lot of programmes that you There we go. Any any British quality comedy or talent. It's it's all good. It's all good. We we also didn't mention Sarah Swire as playing the American character Step. Oh. Steph, Steph North, who uh, she gets called Annie Lennox because she has the bleach blonde hair. Um, like looks looks good. She's like, yeah. she suits that. She's yeah, a lovely lovely character. And it's it's really. quite it's quite cool that she's like she's trying to she's trying to create this. Uh, um, she writes a, a school newspaper and she's trying to fight for the like the little man. Um, there's like all these homeless people that are dying at, in at Christmas in the cold, and she's like, I want to write about this. And and uh, Paul Kay's character we need more people like her. Yeah, exactly. World, don't we? Well, yeah, exactly. And uh, and she kind of fights against it, and then he goes, No, not in my school paper. So then she decides to get the boyfriend of uh, oh, what's her name again, Lisa or yeah. Marley Sue. Um, she 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 says, Let's team up and we can make a film because you need to make a film for your your project. Because he was like, because he was like, um, his teacher's like, you need to have something real in your film. You need something that's about you. Like, how do you see the world? How would you like to see the world? He was like, more robots. Um, and they're like, right, okay. So, so they kind of team up and they try and film, and that's why they kind of end up in this bowling alley at the end, like the hiding from the zombies. I, I, I know we've kind of talked around this film, but I kind of don't want to spoil too much as well because I really do want people to watch yeah. it and like genuinely enjoy it. Um, again, it's on Sky, it's on Now TV. We've hyped it up. We have hyped. We've, we've super. We have super really hyped it up. Really hyped it up. And what what I quite like as well about about her character is, um, she, you know, she's lesbian in it but it's it's very much like it's like we're representing lesbians but it's not all about that you know it's not like you're, that's not that doesn't define who she is exactly that's not her character that's just part of who she is it's a it's a small segment she goes oh my girlfriend's not going to make it this christmas it's that's, just it's just a throwing a, not a throwaway like, line and yeah then, and i'm then, the token lesbian in there yeah it's you know, not like not... oh it's not like oh you know i've got a huge wide on or something like constantly <laughs> all this sort of you know you sort of like obvious lesbian stuff or jokes about being it there's no like jokes in like against you know detriment to lesbians or no jokes about being a lesbian um towards that character i think that's really good representation of a gay character in this kind of day and age and she She's like she's a badass, you know. She's like yeah, she's she's good actress. I'd like yeah. to. I'm looking forward to seeing what else she's gonna be in. In fact, she even choreographed most of the scenes. Did she yeah. really? Yeah, yeah. So she's so she's uh, she you Amazing. know all, all the stuff that's going on and and the choreography. Like again, they had very low money, the low budget, and they were basically any of the choreo all the choreography was done like ten minutes before. Wow. Which I think is incredible because it's so well done. It's so well acted. You've got yeah. all the zombies going on. You've got the miming to to the obviously they have to they can't sing it live. It's not lame is, but um they're miming to the songs they've sung previously and still like whacking away at zombies, oh, stabbing, on. you know, getting sprayed with blood, all this stuff going on, the singing and swinging and dancing, you know, all this uh, this you know, there's a big like th- uh, star that swings towards the end, all this kind of big set pieces. And it's incredible that you can do that in, you know, one take or a few takes or you know three however many that took and the fact they only did it with 10 minutes like prior mm. i'd be useless i'd be like 10 minutes oh, I forgot oh, pressure. Ah. I'll, I'll run it i'll run into the exploding car when i cut you know yeah stop dan's, dan's ruined it again to start again um forgot my line you didn't yes. have any lines oh but oh, i'm sorry you ran the opposite way down the camera's this way you look directly into the lens this time oh god um you know it's just rehearsals it's just rehearsals no this is the day we're filming oh god um but yeah it's it's a fantastic film but i think i think we've come to the end of the road i think oh dan this has been a treat Thank oh, you for having me. It's been an absolute blast. I know I know we we wanted to do it so much earlier. I wanted to try and do it kind of um, you know, one one every week, but I think I'm just gonna slam them all together and release them as one big load of Christmas podcasts as a big Christmas Happy present. Happy Christmas, yes. everyone. Merry Happy Christmas. Christmas. Merry Christmas. Would you like to come back? Absolutely. Sorry. So I I honestly Thank you from the bottom of my heart for coming. It's been an absolute blast. So what kind of things would you like to talk about? Do you have like a... Because this, this podcast is specifically about things that, you know, aren't necessarily well-known or well-appreciated. Um, do you think you have any ideas or do you think you need to think about it? Oh, 
I mean, because the first thing that springs to mind is mm. Rocky Horror, but I think we should go for something completely Ooh. off topic. Okay. Let, me, let me have a think, you have a think. It. Yeah, you have a think. But we, we'll, we'll get together and we'll it's watch be Rocky bit, Horror. Yeah, we'll do that anyway. Um, but it's got to be like a little lesser known, a little like, you know, yeah, off, it could be I'll, a bit indie or a bit, you know, or just a really bizarre one that nobody's heard of. It could be it's international films, you name it. I'll, I'll watch absolutely anything right. as you, as you can tell by the listening of my podcast you know i've watched all sorts we've watched french cartoons we've watched you know body horror sex scenes you know you name it I watch all aliens. sorts of weird shit um, and that's basically what, oh, what yeah. i do and what i, I love i actually maybe aliens might be a shout yeah i went through a phase of watching alien documentaries mm. obsessively for a Ooh. while but then again, Maybe. who knows? Food for thought. Yes, food you, for thought. You have a thing. You, you have a thing. 2020. 2020. <laughs> um, but yes, um, before we go, you are doing a pantomime. I'm doing a pantomime. So let's... I'm in like rehearsals to... at the moment. Oh, oh. Yeah, we're doing Aladdin this year. And normally I'm panto fairy, but there you isn't are. a panto fairy. So I am a okay. slave of the ring. Okay. All right. <laughs> I mean, that, sounds, <laughs> that sounds particularly dirty. I am the slave of the ring. <laughs> and you can find me from the, the 20... I think it's the 22nd or is it the 21st? Oh, I don't know what year. Uh, the 21st. 21st, okay. This month till the 31st. Okay. Okay. So it's a, it's a short run. Mm-hmm. Short and where, where is it? Like me, and that is at Gracie Fields Theatre in Rochdale. Rochdale. Okay. And it's it's going to be a real hoot. So. A hoot and nanny. <laughs> well, <laughs> I, I'm going I'm to be going. You've got um, you've got Dave Benson Phillips. Dave Benson Phillips, legend. Legend from that Get he is. Your own back. Oh. And we have the the villain so, is Brian uh, is Brian um, Capen. Mm-hmm. Who is Richard Hillman? Richard Hillman. Yeah, Corey's famous villain. He's the best villain. Yeah, of, of, he was the Psycho best thing. He was the best thing in Corey forever. Yeah, like I love everyone him. Th- remembers like, Richard Hillman. He's amazing. What a thoroughly brilliant man. To be. They're, they're both like they're both amazing. But we've got a great cast. I'm very lucky. Yeah, and obviously, I guess I guess oh, Nathan Smith is in it. Nathan, oh. Nathan Smith, Nathan Smith is in it as well. Yeah. He's directing it. Um, as well, who, you know, multi talented young man. I don't know. Nathan Smith is my boyfriend. He's, you know, he's my. He's it's my finally official. Bro. Yeah, it's, it's official now because we've recorded. It. It's we said it on a podcast. Um, but yeah, he's also um, a very good actor. He, he's Great a great director. He'll do. He'll do. Overact. A <laughs> little bit of an overactor. <laughs> but, but he is playing the pantomime Dave. He is. So, so that so fits, that's, that fits that's, him. That's, that's fits fine. Him. No, I'm only messing. I, <laughs> I love him to bits, obviously. Before we go, one last one last thing before we go. I know we've talked about so much. Um, where can people find you on the social medias? So uh, I'm on Twitter mm-hmm. and Instagram Good. at Hannah Hobley. Is that it? Just just at Hannah Hobley. Easy. I don't I don't use Facebook for um for for any fans. Yeah. For fans, yeah, no, of so. course, because that's a personal thing. Yeah, well, that's that's, that's just a fa- private for private. family. That's but, um, yeah, you can get me on Twitter and Instagram. Perfect, perfect. Well, you can find us and the podcast and everybody else that's been involved so far on Facebook. It's at Secret Balls. Um, Twitter, it's at Dan underscore Balls. Instagram, it's Spider Dan Secret Balls, all one word. And the podcast is available on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, YouTube, many, many more. And if you interact with us, don't forget to use the hashtag prepare for prattle. I've been Dan. You've been Hannah. Good night. <laughs>